0: Hello and welcome to the podcast for the February 2013 issue of The Lancet Oncology. Richard Lane here. This month we're focusing on a Phase 2 research article concerning MEK inhibition and ovarian cancer. Let's hear from our author, introducing himself. John Hall Farley, Professor, University of Arizona. Dr. Farley, many thanks indeed for talking to The Lancet Oncology. You're one of the authors of a paper in the February issue. And this is looking at Mech inhibition and ovarian cancer, what's the background to this study? Well, honestly, as a part of the a Gynecologic Oncology Group Rare Tumor Committee, it had come
1: to our attention through all the work of Dr. Gershenson at uh, MD Anderson Cancer Center and Dr. Beer at Harvard that... Low-grade ovarian cancers were genetically different than their high-grade serous counterparts. And because of this, and also because of their relative chemorefractory nature, we sought to see if there were any additional treatments, perhaps on a molecular level, that we might offer these patients. And then looking at them on a molecular standpoint, it appeared that the um, MAP kinase pathway was significantly altered in in this population. And as a result, alteration or inhibition of that pathway might prove effective in this subset population of uh, low-grade serous tumors. And therefore, uh, we decided to investigate an inhibitor of the MAP kinase pathway in this population.
0: And this MEC inhibition, I mean, this pathway is clearly known, is it, in terms of its role in ovarian cancer and other cancers as well, is that right?
1: Correct, yes. It's, it's known in ovarian cancer in general and uh, low grades, more specifically, more prevalent. But yes, it's a, a known pathway that has been um, altered in a, a variety of cancers.
0: For my benefit, and maybe some of the listeners as well, can you just clinically, what's the difference between low grade and high grade?
1: Very, very interesting. The low-grade cancers uh, tend to occur uh, in a younger population. They uh, uh, tend to be in their uh, early 50s as opposed to be uh, postmenopausal. menopausal Their survival for low-grade cancers, uh, stage for stage, is much better than their high-grade uh, counterparts. However, uh, interestingly enough, the response to traditional cytotoxic platinum-based chemotherapy is much great, much less for low-grade tumors, uh, whereas we'd expect almost 80 to 85 percent of the high-grade cancers to respond to platinum-based chemotherapy. Only about four percent, four or five percent of the low grades will respond to a prim- primary platinum and taxane chemotherapy. Additionally, on a molecular level, we've talked a little bit about uh, the mutation rates as far as the MAP kinase pathway alterations. You can see anywhere from uh, 30 to 40% of um, uh, mutations in the MAP kinase pathway, you know, specifically KRAS or BRAF mutations, where this is only 2 or 3% in high-grade tumors.
0: Generally, the outlook prognosis for women with ovar- ovarian cancer is poor, isn't it, because generally of its late presentation?
1: Correct. The majority of patients, uh, over two-thirds, will present at advanced stage, and again, Although, you know, potentially chemosensitive, the patients rapidly develop chemorefractory disease to standard
0: cytotoxic chemotherapy. And what, um, what type of life expectancy are we looking at for women with ovarian cancer?
1: It all depends kind of on uh, uh, stage for stage and things along those sure. lines. Sure. However, on an average, uh, you would expect approximately 45% of uh, patients to get at five years.
0: So this study, this is a phase two study, isn't it? And to just give us a little bit of detail of the methods that the agent used and, and what the main findings were for, from your study. This is an open-labeled phase two study in which women
1: uh, with recurrent uh, low-grade serous carcinomas were given a MAP kinase inhibitor, specifically cellumetinib selumetinib, until progression of disease. And our uh, primary objective in looking at these patients was both objective response to tumor and also uh, a progression-free and overall survival. And what we found was that in this patient population that we had uh, approximately 15% objective response rate with over 65% of uh, patients having uh, stable disease. In this population 63% having a progression-free survival greater than six months uh, which is much greater than what is seen with traditional cytotoxic chemotherapy in this patient population in the recurrent setting for patients who have the low-grade serous carcinoma.
0: What about cytotoxicity and um, how how patients are coping with this therapy?
1: The patients did relatively well. The most common um, Adverse grade three or four uh, reactions uh, that we saw were mainly gastrointestinal kind of stomach upset and uh, things along those lines, which were very, very uh, tolerable. And then also kind of as with any molecular agent, you can get some dermatologic and rashes associated with giving the medication, but uh, all were manageable. on study and uh, otherwise the patients did uh, very well.
0: Some encouraging findings here. Obviously the, the obvious next stage is phase three after phase two. Is that what's happening next? What's the, what's the plan? Correct. And hopefully, um, uh,
1: you know, within the next few months, the uh, gynecologic oncology group will be opening up a a randomized uh, phase three study looking at a MAP kinase inhibitor in the recurrent setting versus either placebo or hormonal therapy. And so we intend to press forward in that realm. And so, yes, we uh, hope to get that study open soon.
0: But even at this stage, are you optimistic that, you know, we could have a new approach to dealing with a very difficult cancer, that is ovarian cancer.
1: Yes, I'm very optimistic. Again, this is kind of our, at least in ovarian cancer, one of the first, uh, uh, you know, forays in the trying to treat this cancer on a molecular level, in addition to some kind of bevacizumab with the anti-angiogenesis anti-angi- and the PARP inhibitors. And it seems that we're beginning to make some uh, significant headway uh, beyond the cytotoxic chemotherapy realm, which should again, help these patients with this chemo hemorefractory disease and, um, you know, who traditionally in this setting of the recurrent cancer, you know, only have, you know, progression-free survivals anywhere between 9 and 15 months. And so we're hoping to improve on that greatly.
0: Sure. Well, good luck with all your work. This is obviously a really important landmark along, along the way. Let's hope things go well in phase three and let's hope we'll be reporting results in the Lancet Oncology in due course. That's Professor John Farley on the line from Phoenix, Arizona. Many thanks indeed for talking to the Lancet Oncology. You're very welcome. Have a good day. And thank you all for listening. See you next time.